Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our Broncos Blitz Podcast focused around the Denver Broncos and presented by Tap 14 at 1920 Blake Street. Of course, downtown, 70 Colorado beers on tap, 100 Colorado distilled uh, spirits. And Chef Taylor Greeden, of course, always has that great American Alpine Fair, of course, locally sourced and rotates seasonally as well, too, which will be good. And then, of course, that terrific rooftop, a little chilly, but... You can go on down there and get some uh, uh, nice brews, of course, for you football fans in the college or NFL realm. You could go on up there. And uh, on the weekends, it is fantastic. And uh, we occasionally take this podcast on the, uh, well, on the road, per se. And uh, today, I am joined by Colton Strickler, who, of course, is a beat writer at Mile High Sports. And uh, you can find his work at milehighsports.com. Colton, welcome to the Broncos Blitz. How are you? Good, Ronnie. Thanks for having me on. How are you? I am well. Let's talk Broncos. Of course, a big game coming up this weekend, Sunday Night Football, New England Patriots. Obviously, the Broncos struggling right now, but have a main focus on getting back together on defense and stopping Tom Brady. Yeah, never never an easy task. And I'm sure the New England Patriots are the last people the Broncos want to see on their schedule as they try to put a halt to that four-game losing streak. It's not going to be easy. Well, and that's the interesting thing, too, because listening to the Broncos this week, they talked about the fact that they they enjoy seeing the Patriots this week, and I don't really know if I kind of buy that. Like, what? Yeah, that's that's tough to believe, honestly, kind of, because, I mean, it, it's never easy to stop Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, but the, Bron- the, the Broncos are the one team that do have their number a little bit, and so uh, if there was ever a game to get up for this is it now stopping tom brady where does it start in your mind uh, it starts with pressure i think uh, based off the AFC championship game two years ago you saw what happens when they got after him he was rattled and sure it showed well and and getting that push up front i believe too mm-hmm. is such crucial it's it's not you don't have to technically lay a hand on tom brady i think it's more of just knocking him off his line you know yeah, because boy even, when he just sits back there he's incredible yeah even he just throws timing off just a little bit you start making mistakes here and there how big a factor do you think Gronk plays in this? It's going to be a huge factor. I think we've seen all season the Broncos have had a tough time stopping any tight end they've played. Really saw what Travis Kelsey did to him just two weeks ago, and now they got Gronk, who's the best tight end in football. It's that's going to be a huge factor in uh, Sunday night's game. Well, and we've seen it all year long between uh, Hunter Henry, um, Ingram Jason with the Whitten Giants. Had a day. I mean, you're and, talking and about loss, yeah, and and this is a problem that stems not just this year, but in years past as mm-hmm. well, too. Uh, what do you think is the big cause for this? Is this just simply not getting pressure to the quarterback? Is this the scheming? Is this uh, just simply they don't match up very well against tight ends? I mean, what's what's the issue here? I honestly think it's that they just don't match up. And um, I think Joe Woods said yesterday it's tough. They can't just double a tight end because sure. then that leaves it holes in the rest of the field. But, yeah, I just don't think they match up very well. Now, of course, the uh, Broncos facing the Patriots this week in Sunday Night Football. It's our Broncos Blitz podcast. You can check out all the work at milehighsports.com. That's Colton Strickler who's joining me. And, of course, you can check us out at Tap 14, which we occasionally take this podcast on the road. And that fantastic rooftop, of course, you can find them on Twitter as well, too. Tap 14, and that's 14 to numeral, uh, Roman numerals. So Tap XIV on Twitter, tap14.com. That's 14 spelled out, tap14.com. Let's talk about, and and you're going to be writing an article for this on milehighsports.com, a little bit about Mike McCoy. Yeah. Um, They're having, it's just, they're having a tough time getting anything going right now. um, From early on, they saw success in the run game, and 
it's kind of hard to stick with what's working in the run game when you're down so much, but even that's kind of stalling out now. Now, on Mike McCoy, is there, when it comes to this offense and jump-starting it, does it start with the run game? Does it start with a little bit more passing? Because let's remember, uh, we are almost two years to the exact back in 2015 when it was Brock Osweiler at home in the snow when the Broncos beat the Patriots. But I, I, the run game was a big part of that now oh, yeah. fast forward two years we're talking about a denver team that is completely different scenario as far as the season's going but where does the jump start start for the broncos um i think i honestly think it, it all begins with the run but i mean they're not they, they need to throw too and they're not getting any help in that department either so until they can kind of find like a healthy balance they've said it themselves this week that they still don't really know what the identity of the mm -hmm. offense is uh, eight eight weeks into the season so once, once they get that figured out, they'll start doing some of their runout time. And and you touching on that, th that is something that glared at me, is the fact that multiple times Vance Joseph has said, we're still looking for our brand, our identity. It, it's, is the lack of offensive success more of a coaching issue? Because of that fact is that it seems like they just don't even know what their identity yeah. is right now, and we're halfway through the season. You should have known this at the beginning mm -hmm. of the season, back in preseason training camp. Exactly. At your two, your two months into the regular season, you have to start to wonder if it is a little bit of a coaching issue. Like I said earlier, they don't have much time to get it figured out. Let I want to put you. Uh, I want to hire you as the Mike McCoy, offensive okay. coordinator, Colton Strickler, All first right. of MileHighSports.com. Which how are you distributing your running game as far as reps? Because the Broncos do have a couple uh, solid options between Devontae Booker, who is now healthy, Jamal Charles, who you want to kind of keep on that pitch count, but has shown explosiveness as well as obviously C.J. Anderson. Um, my personal opinion, I think they kind of should abandon the pitch count a little bit with Jamal Charles. I feel like mm. he hasn't got the ball enough. I feel like when the few opportunities he has had the ball, he's kind of made something out of sure. nothing when it was there, and that that's what I that's what I think personally. I, and it's interesting too because at some point, I mean, this is a Denver team that is three and five right now. Mm -hmm. Let's face it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of all hands on deck, yeah. and. While obviously we, God forbid, we would ever want an injury to happen, mm -hmm. maybe it is time to see a little bit of Jamal Charles. Yeah, kind of let him loose. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what he said prior to the Kansas City game, is it not? Is that he he can have a game if he gets a chance, and so we might as well give him a chance. Like not not else not a lot else is working at the moment, so why not pull out everything in your bag? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing is using all the ammunition you have because of the fact that, you know, you don't have the luxury of being mm -hmm. a, a eight and one, a seven and two, a six and three. Yeah. The season is on the brink right now. Exactly. In fact, I want to ask you, is the season over with a loss this weekend? Or do you think the season is essentially over when it comes to making the playoffs? Um, I think it pretty much only depends on what happens on Sunday. Okay. I feel like a win on Sunday could be just what they need to turn the season around. But if if they take a loss on Sunday at the schedule and looking at the schedule now, it doesn't get much easier for them down the road, honestly. Well, and that's the thing with Denver is that, you know, this is a Denver team where we looked at the schedule and we said, okay, giants game, probably a win, you know, yeah. uh, future games coming up. Bengals, yeah, probably, probably a win, you know, jets, jets yeah. probably a win. Colts. All of a sudden, yeah. these games look very different. The Colts, Jacoby Brissett's playing, yeah, playing very well. well. The jets are all of a sudden the, this the, team that, yeah. So much for tanking. The Jets are in a better 
better shape than the Broncos. Exactly. Are and so this is a, a very difficult situation right now that Denver is facing because that everybody talks about how this schedule was supposed to lighten up, and it does in the, in the, uh, in the spectrum of being more at home now. They're mm-hmm. not on this three, you know three-game yeah. road trip anymore, but certainly a big, big problem. Let's talk about Vance Joseph. And if you were to give me, let's go schoolhouse, letter grade, A, B, C, D, A+, plus, whatever, where would you put Vance Joseph in his first year so far with the Broncos? I think I'd give him a C solely based off what his players say about him. Because I know after the loss on Sunday, um, a lot of people are talking about how he said for three straight weeks now, four straight weeks now, how they've had a good week of practice, and then mm-hmm, they, it looks mm-hmm. like they haven't. It just does. It's not showing up on Sunday. But even Vaughn yesterday was talking about how he feels bad that Vance is being judged based on the record when, when he how much he believes in everybody in that locker room sure. right now. And so, I guess I give him a C solely based on. And and I think obviously on Twitter, there's a lot of overreaction. It is the land. It's the greatest sports bar in the world where yeah. everybody wants to throw around hot takes. It, it's too pre- premature. Let's just say this season ends in four and twelve, five and eleven. I mean, you got to imagine that they at least win one more game this season. But if it does end in that kind of situation, because this is a very talented team on paper. Mm-hmm. Should there be a hot seat that Vance Joseph sits on that may end up losing his job? Um, or is it too just simply too early to say? I, with I feel one like year? it's a little bit too early. I think I think that kind of depends on how the season starts out next year as well. That's that's my personal opinion. Though. So keep him at least for a yeah. year, and, and and it seems like that would be the fair way because I don't I think if you're Denver, you also don't want to get into this realm where you're a one year rotating type head mm-hmm. coach, exactly. You know, franchise. That's kind of how it's been. The last couple, couple seasons, right? With John Fox was what three, four years, and then yeah, it was Gary a was real two. short stint. Yeah. yeah, they don't want to get into the revolving door of head coaches, especially with the quarterback situation too. It's not going to get any better. It's the uh, Broncos Blitz podcast. You could check us out at uh, milehighsports.com for previous podcasts. And then, of course, we also presented by Tap14. Go to tap14.com. That's tap14 spelled out. So tap14.com. And then, of course, check out their 70 Colorado beers on tap. Their 100 Colorado distilled spirits. And Chef Taylor Creedence, great American Alpine fair. All right, let's talk. Broncos, Patriots, keys to the game. What does Denver have to do? What what has to be the headline on the newspapers Monday morning for the Broncos to get a win against a very good New England team? Okay, I think it comes down to a few things. On the defensive side of the ball, it's the two things we talked about earlier. Is just get into Tom Brady just a little bit. Not even You don't even have to hit him, really. You just got to get in his head a little. And it comes down to stopping Gronk. On the offensive side of the ball, it will come down to what it's come down to the last four games. You turn the ball over and limiting the penalties. Because like they, like McCoy's been talking about all year, it's tough to win when you're when you don't have the ball five times more than you should have, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. And the same thing with the penalties. Um you can't you you gotta stay in front of the sticks, especially with, for a team that's having trouble moving the ball as of recently. You have to stay in front of the sticks. You can't you can't Grab penalties on second and one, third and one, put you behind. Yeah, I, you are facing a monumental task in the New England Patriots already. Yeah. To give them freebies would be just absolutely devastating. That's exactly what Mike McCoy said yesterday is when it, when you're playing a team like the Patriots, you only have so many so many opportunities 
to win the game. So sure. you need to capitalize on those opportunities. And kind of in that same basket comes with not giving them more of an opportunity to win the game. That comes on the turnovers and the penalties. What are you looking for from Brock Osweiler in this game? Um, I think I, I, what I thought last week, too, is Brock doesn't have to have an all-star stat line for the Broncos to win. Sure. Uh, he could, I think, a, anywhere from 150 to 200 yards in the air. One touchdown, no picks. I think and that's you, the key I think there. You win. No, yeah, picks, no picks, protecting the football. Mm-hmm. I think... I think that puts the Broncos in a position to win. So the formula is run the ball well. A, a I don't know if conservative is the best word to use yeah. with Brock Osweiler, but efficient, exactly. maybe more so. Uh-huh. And then, of course, obviously no penalties, no turnovers. That's a big thing. I also want to see a bounce back game from the special teams. You oh, know, certainly. You know, and Brock, Brock Olivo, the special teams coach, has been a great sound bite at the podium, <laughs> and he sounds really great, but let's face it. You know, it looks like we've seen a little bit of a uh, on track, a back on track for Brandon McManus, but mm-hmm. the coverage has not been ideal when it comes mm-hmm. to punt and kickoffs and, and certainly the returns. It drives me nuts when they are five, six yards back in the end zone, and they constantly bring the ball out. Yeah. It's it's just driving me nuts. Mm-hmm. But uh, Yeah, uh, I think Olivo said it himself today. Is it? He's. It's time for him to put his money where his mouth is. Sure. It's time to him. It's time for his unit to put up, because it, so far they have. And I, and like you said, it's the returns on the kickoff. I think we kind of saw a little bit last week of Booker kind of doing anything in his power to stay in the end zone at some p- times and taking it out the other times. So. And that seems to be a rotating door that they're just still trying to figure out. And mm-hmm. let's face it, halfway through the season, you should already have your yeah. solidified guys. I know entry plays a part in this, but yeah. it seems like def- decision-making and potentially some coaching could be the issue too. So yeah. we'll keep an eye on that. He is Colton Strickler, a mile high sports. You could check out his stuff. Where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, just uh, at Colton Strickler. Um, That's my handle. So you'll be tweeting aloud, obviously, during the game. You yeah. will have stuff written up. Tell me about some of the things you are looking at writing. Uh, you may have your eye on not for this game, but maybe potentially in the future when it comes to the Broncos. Um, well, like, <laughs> I'm still kind of – I haven't looked too far ahead, but right now I'll have a piece out um, probably this afternoon about um, the trouble that the Broncos have had with the tight ends and how sure. they're going to handle Gronk. And then I'll have a piece as well about – uh, the small margin rare that the Broncos have not only on Sunday, but um, as in the terms of their season as well. Very cool. Well, follow him on Twitter. Find his work at milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. You cover the Broncos, and of course, you do a great job for us and making sure that uh, everybody is reading up on uh, the good stuff, you know, when it comes to the Broncos, whether it be good or bad, <laughs> you know, because this team is. Uh, well, let's just face it. They're not good right now. And uh, there is criticism to be delivered to uh, to that team as well, too. So, Colton, thank you so much for joining yeah, me. I think you're having me, Ronnie. I'm looking forward to doing this some more. Absolutely. And, of course, our uh, Broncos Blitz podcast. We plan to do this uh, a couple times during the week, maybe a bookending Monday, Friday. So, obviously, stay tuned to that, of course, on milehighsports.com. And we are presented by Tap14. Go to their website, tap14.com. That's tap14 spelled out. 14.com not the numbers but of course you could just google them and uh, gosh they're over there on Blake Street they got great food from Chef Taylor Creedon's American Alpine Fair that is locally sourced 
rotates seasonally, and that's the stuff I love about him too because, you know, it's one thing to have that menu that just kind of lasts all year long, but then to have it rotate seasonally kind of gets that new, fresh thing and gets you in the mood because winter is winter is coming. Yeah. Uh, and so, of course, you have the 70 Colorado beers on tap, the 100 Colorado distilled spirits. It's a great place. Close to Coors Field. I know we're out of Coors Field season, but uh, down there, very easy to find at 1920 blake street so that is the broncos blitz podcast uh you know what colton actually i'm gonna bring you back in one okay. more thing who wins patriots broncos this weekend um I, I feel like the patriots are gonna win i will say every it's it's well noted that tom brady struggles here in denver um and i feel like the broncos will be up for this one but i just i, I have a hunch the patriots are gonna win what about you no, I, I absolutely have the Patriots winning this one, and I actually have quite the beatdown. I, I think this is the game where things really begin to fall apart. So uh, it, it, hard to go against uh, Tom Brady and that very, very good offense that he orchestrates over there in New England. So this has been the Broncos Blitz podcast. Be sure to check out past and prior podcasts on the website. That is milehighsports.com, milehighsports.com.